0: Everyone and welcome to our next episode of Leaders of Walmart. I am joined by an incredible guest, somebody I really uh, haven't seen since 2019 shareholders. Julie, it is good to have you. Please introduce yourself to those watching and tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. Thanks, Terence, for having me. I'm really glad to see you. Um, I'm Julie Green. I lead um, Walmart.org, the programs. That is everything from how we engage associates and customers and giving and volunteerism to programs like CMNH and hunger relief to our investments around sustainability um, and creating economic opportunity. Um, So it's a really cool job that I have the privilege to work with a lot of people um, to think about how we make an impact.
0: Yeah, that's that's amazing. And and to think about how many different programs there are to for stores and, and the company itself to, to help communities and, and bring about change. And we'll talk a little bit about change. We're going to talk a little bit about volunteerism, which by the way, for those of you watching, uh, when I was in the stores, I logged some VAP hours. Let me nice. tell you, I'm surprised I didn't get a call. It's like, look, we're to to <laughs> stop not volunteering so much because we're sending out too much money. No. <laughs>
1: we love it. We yeah. like their super volunteers. And it's
0: an amazing program, but before we deep dive into that, tell us a little bit about your Walmart story. How did, how did you get involved with Walmart?
1: Sure. I actually grew up in South Arkansas, so I've known Walmart most of my life. I grew up in a small town, um, Arkadelphia, and after high school, left the state and lived around the world, um, really thought that I would spend my life in international development, um, but came back for grad school, and while I was in school, heard a Walmart executive come and talk about what they were doing through the legal department and how the legal department was working with firms and really asking that we have diverse teams, that we knew we got better outcomes when teams were diverse. And so we wanted the people who worked worked with us to be a diverse team. Um, And it was the first time I'd really thought about how companies could be a part of making change and doing things I cared about. That was interesting, but I kind of filed it away. I was gonna go back to the nonprofit field that's really where I thought I'd spend my career, um, but as I was finishing school, a mentor was helping me think about jobs and sending my resume to places, and said, "I want to send it to Walmart." And very candidly, I said, "No, thanks. Um, I appreciate the, that you're thinking broadly, but you know that's not really what I want to do." And he said, "Trust me, I'm going to send it." Um, you know, I frankly expected to not have a conversation with the company. Um, and instead, what I ended up with is a call um, to come up and see Walmart um, and the leadership team. And my brother lived in the region. So I was like, great, free trip to see him, good practice interviewing. Uh, this will get me ready for the real interviews. Um, but came to the company and really the sustainability work had started a couple of years fewer, a couple of years before. There was incredible work going on and just in the culture where everybody wanted to be a part of making change in their community was compelling. Um, and so I said, yes, thinking this is, this will be great. I'll do it for three years. Um, 13 years later, I'm still doing that work. Um, it's all been in walmart.org. I've done uh, most of the jobs on the team um, and it's been an amazing journey.
0: Yeah. So it's most people outside of Walmart probably wouldn't think of Walmart being a nonprofit. And I, I think that's, that's interesting because most of our customers look at Walmart as being that retail company that is there to provide them with the products they need. And it's, you know, as we've seen communities and, and stores use social media to help show what they're doing in the community uh, it definitely puts it into perspective, just how much you and your team have made an impact for the stores and for the company as well. But as we talk about your position with walmart.org, your, your time with the company, what are some of the things that you did to stand out uh, and help advance your, your career?
1: Yeah. Um, I think, you know, everybody's different in this case. Um, for me, it was frankly being willing to do a lot of hard work and I can remember moments, you know, I came in and we didn't have digital records and I'd sit on the floor and go through papers and, you know, just whatever needed to be done. Um, I was kind of into help and that, was not only appreciated by the team, but I learned a lot. And I really understood how things worked because I was willing to kind of take on any project, even the things that weren't very fun um, and and connect the dots and really think, what did I learn in that? How does it change? What could could we do better? Um, And so that's one thing. The other thing is I'm a big believer that we succeed as a team. Um, And so it wasn't just about kind of me, but how do I make my colleagues better? What do I learn from them? How do I make sure that like this meeting, this project, this whatever is better because I was a part of it, but also, but everybody was better because I was part of it.
0: Yeah, and I think that uh, again, it's the Walmart culture is doing what it takes to 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 serve the customer. and And for those listening, I mean, you may not be working in the store, but you're still serving the customer just in a different unique way. Uh, and I want to say that how many you spoke about some of the the analog way of going through paperwork, the the hand uh, submitted information, not having digital files to be able to set at a computer and and go through how many files were, would, were you, would you say you were going through every day such as applications for uh, grants to, to nonprofits
1: yes yeah, so we get over a hundred thousand applications a year um, and and really it's close it's hundreds of thousands um, in the total applications we make um, over 10,000 grants a year the stores are doing incredible things those decisions that store leadership make about um, how to help their community and where to Invest time, money, support, um, make a huge difference. But also, when you think about each store doing that, um, and you know anybody who's looked at the applications from one store knows they're getting a lot more than they can support. Um, and so, you know, I think it's just incredibly important that not only are we doing that through grants, but through how we show up in the community. You know, every associate is a member of the local community. That's something unique to Walmart. Um, and is a representative and an ambassador of the company. And so um, it's something I'm just really proud um, that we can do. And I think it's even more important in times like this when people and communities are hurting. And I've been amazed by how our associates um, are showing up every day and really making sure that they're living our purpose.
0: Yeah, and I do wanna jump back to, to something you talked about of. Uh, just previously, when you mentioned about how you were advancing in your career, that you just did whatever it took, and you did things that I want to—I don't want to put words in your mouth—but you were pretty much doing things that nobody else wanted to do, right?
1: Sometimes, I mean, you know, the work has to get done. <laughs> and
0: that's a—that's a, that's a great—a great response. Uh, we spoke to Janie Whiteside, the the chief customer officer, on on a previous episode, and she she mentioned the same thing that you know. It, a lot of times there was people that were like, eh, I really don't want to do that. But I was the one over here going, oh, pick me, pick me. I'll do it. And I think it's I think it's interesting as, as many of the leaders that we've interviewed, that seems to be a common theme is just stepping up and doing what it takes to get the job done. And uh, I think that's really important for anybody who's watched this series, that that is a really key part about helping make the business work and serving the customer is just stepping up and getting the job done. I agree. So... As we as we talk about your career, things that you've done to, to step up, some different aspects of what you do for Walmart, let's go a little bit more personal. What mistakes have you made that you'd be willing to share uh, in your time with Walmart, and, and what did you learn from it? Sure. I made
1: a ton of them. I make them every day. Um, I think you have to be making some mistakes to take the right risk. Um, but one that stands out, I actually... There was a leader at the company um, when I started who talked about uh, really embracing your your failures and mistakes. And she she encouraged us to like frame a picture that represented our biggest mistakes. And so that, that stuck with me. I would have framed um, a picture of the very hungry caterpillar, which seems funny, but the book, the children's book, um, the Eric Carl children's book. When I first started, we did a promotion to sell the very Hungry Caterpillar and proceeds went to a nonprofit. And this was this great idea. It it was early days of selling something and a percentage went to a nonprofit to help. And we thought that'd be great. And frankly, I was part of a team with almost all new people to Walmart. Um, And we thought this was just great and such a good idea. And we built it and kind of got it out and it's in stores. And we sold like 5% of what we thought we would. It just bombed. Um, and when we started going back, the merchants, the operators had a hundred things that we did wrong in this that could have helped us along the way. And, you know, the outcome was fine. We were able to donate those books to boys and girls clubs and other things, but, you know, it was a real lesson to me that I was now part of a really big team. And there were a lot of people, really smart people around me who knew things I didn't. Um, and that if I could really figure out how to knit that together, we would drive much better results than you know I alone. And I didn't have all the information I needed, but I could surround myself with people who made my ideas better and who knew things I didn't. Um, I think about that as we're doing teaming in stores and various things. How are we bringing people together and really knitting together Different types of expertise, different points of view, to drive better results.
0: Yeah, and it's a great def- It's a great lesson learned, and, and I'm glad that you shared that with us because, like you said, we all we've all made a mistake. But I like the fact that that you mentioned uh, somebody used to work for the company that said, "Frame your your biggest mistake." And you know, some of us might look at that and think, "Well, why would we want to remember something like that?" But uh, the way you make it sound is, it's a reminder that it's okay because if you learn from that mistake, then maybe it was worth it in the end. Is that yeah, about right?
1: And it is. And the idea that that reminder every day is that you will make mistakes, they make you better. Take the lessons from them, don't forget them. Um, but I think it's so important to have that just mindset. Um, learning is so vital to being successful. We, I can't do the job I'm in today unless I learn more for tomorrow. Um, it's not even about promotion. It's about my job getting harder and changing. And if I'm not learning along the way, I won't be good at my job in the future.
0: Right. That's a great call out as well. What advice would you give someone who's looking to get promoted since we're on that subject uh, into a leadership role? What advice do you have?
1: Yeah. So a couple of things. First, I came to terms with the idea of I needed to really know myself and be authentic to who I was and kind of understand that and not stray from it. Because I won't be good if I'm trying to be somebody else. Um, I can always be better, but that base of my values and my skills is important to know. Um, I do think it comes down to hard work and adding value. Um, I think that's easier to do when you really think about your job and you find purpose in it, whether it is that you make a customer's day brighter, or you're helping a customer make ends meet, um, or you're working on sustainability. You know, whatever it is, really understanding the purpose behind your job to me makes the hard moments so much easier. And then you perform better because you will go the extra mile and that eventually stands out.
0: So let's divert before we get into our last question. Uh, I think it's important that we highlight uh, some of the community grants and, and volunteerism always pays program in our stores because, again, you know, we talked about this is these are different times. You know, our communities Absolutely. are really looking for uh, just that extra hand of help to to make the difference. And uh, the volunteerism always pays program and the community grant program. Could you tell associates watching how they can participate
1: in that or how they can get involved? Absolutely. Thanks for the question. Um, Volunteerism Always Pays is open to all of our associates. And the idea is you volunteer for a local nonprofit. You do that for 25 hours, um, over time, not all at once. Um, And we make a grant to that organization for $250. Um, And it's a great way. And in the current moment, we've actually expanded it so you can do that volunteerism virtually. We know some of that mentoring or various things is happening through Zoom or, you know, all those ways. And so those hours count too. You can do it, you can, we really want people to be safe as they're volunteering. Um, A number of nonprofits, you know, soup kitchens and various things have implemented great protocols to follow but we also know something's moved virtually. And so um, people go where they're passionate. Um, It's really about finding the fit for you. um, And one that helps you really make the mark on the community you wanna make. Um, and then through the grants um, work with your store manager or your club manager, um, your facility manager. They um, need the insights from all associates as to what's important in the community, what's going on. No one person understands everything going on in the neighborhood or those kinds of things. I think it's really important to think about what is your area feeling uniquely? You know, Who are the customers in your community? And really matching the grants to that. Um, Each community is a little bit different Um, and that's part of why we have this program because you know from Northwest Arkansas we don't know what's needed in every stores community Um, and really trust the local leaders and the local team to help us make those decisions.
0: Yeah some great call outs and uh... I use that again because you're bringing up a lot of great information that, that I hope resonates with a lot of our associates uh, who, who may be watching this or listening to this on our podcast. And the Volunteerism Always Pays program, I'd like to just mention, probably one of my favorite things about working with Walmart was being able to not just get back to my community in the store by you know, giving them the service and the, and the expectations of what they needed when they came into a store, but to be able to go beyond those four walls and invest the money they've spent with us back into the community. Um, And I think our our associates have done a really great job of promoting what they're doing in the community on local social. Would you like to touch base on that as well?
1: Sure, I think it's a really great way to share with your customers what's going on, to um, inspire each other. One of my favorite things, and you and I were a part of some of this, is the challenge of associates across stores and ideas and seeing those spread of good ideas to support the community. Um, It's a really, it's a place people can be creative um, and really think about what are the needs? How do we tell the story? Because in telling the story, you aren't just helping our customers better understand our company. Ideally, you're inspiring them to be part of these things too. Um, And I think, I don't know many people who aren't looking for some good and inspiring news at this moment in time.
0: Yeah, thank you for that. Let me move on to our last question as we wrap things up. What do you believe is the biggest challenge for today's leaders to overcome and uh, what would your advice be for overcoming it?
1: Sure. I talked about this a little bit, but I am amazed at how fast the world is changing. And I am really proud. I think Walmart is, you know, thinking about the future, changing quickly, really putting the customer at the center of that. but it means we're all having to learn a ton, and it means as soon as I feel like I've got this down, I understand it, it's going to change, um, and I think the only way that you stay on top of that is curiosity. Um, I am a, I love to ask questions, I love to connect dots, um, and I think we have tremendous opportunities to learn from each other, um, to you know use things like this podcast to learn what's going on in the company. Um, and the more you understand the company and the more you're asking questions and thinking about the context of the world around you, the more you'll gain skills that are really relevant for the future.
0: Yeah, well, thank you, Julie, for uh, answering all of these great questions and providing some great information to the associates. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we uh, close it out?
1: I'd just love to say thank you. Um, I am amazed and grateful by what associates are doing um right now and how they're helping each other communities um and customers and just want to really express my gratitude um for all the efforts that are going on
0: we appreciate you julie and all of you at uh, the walmart.org foundation just an incredible group of people. If you'd like more information, please visit One Walmart for volunteerism always pays and community grant information, as well as reaching out to your facility store and club managers on how you can partake in some of that decision making process or volunteer efforts. In your community. Julie, thank you so much for all of you watching. Don't forget to join us every Tuesday for another episode of Leaders of Walmart. And if you're listening on Sparkcast, we do the same thing. Every Tuesday at 9 a.m., you can listen to it in audio format. If you're making that commute to work, we want you to be safe. You can listen to us there as well. Julie, thank you so much. Be safe. Stay healthy. For all of you watching, have a great day. thank you for joining us on this episode of Leaders of Walmart. To join in the conversation and meet some great leaders in our company, follow along in the workplace group, Leaders of Walmart. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week.